1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
2: The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery.
3: Hello and welcome to the Reds Report, Barnsley FC's longest-running uh, podcast. Proud to be part of the TalkSport fans' network. 25th of January, uh, storms have been hammering uh, the United Kingdom over the past couple of days, but Barnsley seemed to have went the storm on the pitch. Uh, to discuss a postponement, uh, a match in dreadful conditions, transfer window and everything else is the man that didn't go on holiday this year,
4: or this half-term this or this week. Ian is with us, as always. Ian, how are you doing? very well the um, the house is still intact after the uh, storm jostling which i must admit i thought it was going to take off at one point the other night but we're all in and we're all safe oh
3: that's all that matters um Steve is joining us and um, he flew back from spain yesterday obviously still in european time and i heard he's just been into Lidl trying to pay with euro so until he gets that sorted he will be joining us and um, a little bit later on um ian th- th- there is i know there's only be more matches. There's this sort quite a bit to discuss let's first of all um, talk about our love for the EFL, the referees, in regards to the postponement at Stevenage. Now, to me, if at 11 o'clock the pitch is not great and you look at the weather conditions, you know away fans need to be making a three-hour or a 3 and a bit hour journey. What stops a referee from saying, it's not good now, I can't see it improving, I'm calling it off, rather than, I'll try again in a couple of hours. It's madness, isn't it?
4: It is. You've got to ask yourself, what did he think was going to dramatically change in that two-hour window? Bearing in mind, we are in December, and even if we had some sort of sunshine down at Stevenage that he thought might melt the pitch, it's not going to have any great effect, is it? We're not in the summer where it suddenly uh, can heat up in an hour. Um, you're in January. What's two hours going to change? It's the, the weather system was not going to change dramatically for him to think. Oh, in two hours, it should have thawed out, so that's ridiculous for a start. You, you, there was a lot of clubs throughout the leagues that cancelled games on the Friday well in advance, so they must have seen the pitch, um, looked at the forecast and said, Well, it's not going to improve, let's call it off now. Um, this came up, it's nearly, is it nearly 12 months ago since the debacle at Exeter? Um, and this come up last time. Why don't they the EFL look at, if there's games where they need a pitch inspection, do they not use a local referee who lives close by who can come and make that decision? If the match referee's coming from 150, 250 miles away, can can a local one not get there for 8am, let's say, argument's sake, or 9 o'clock? Um Neil Collins was was fuming and thought it was playable and would take a stud. And it wasn't like all the pitch, it was only a section of the pitch. Um, but once again, the referee, nobody comes out, do they, and has to answer for their actions. So they can't come out and give a, a reasoned argument. But for me, um, you, you must know whether they've got under heating. You must know whether the weather can... You, we know, we've got weather apps now. We know exactly what's going to happen every five minutes with the weather. And he must—I just don't get this two-hour window. What was going to change so dramatically? Uh, and it was just a fast by about twenty past one. He calls it off. Well, it's not good enough. You no,
3: know, local MP Dan Jarvis wrote a letter to Rick Parry asking to consider a postponement promise, in which he says that if a game is postponed, um, it is done, it, you know, before the travelling time of away fans. So if Barnsley fans had a three-hour journey, for instance, to go there. Can we then call it off at, at most three hours before so people don't set up? I mean, you know, people pay good money to go on a bus. And it's not just that, you know, you, you go on a bus, you might stop somewhere, have some food, then there's the ticket to get in. It's a full day, hard to earn money, because somebody decided, oh, we'll have an extra couple of hours. I mean, football and politics don't always mix very well. Um, and no. again, it's a personal opinion. I just think what then Jarvis did, I think is good. He talked about... Football is a game for the fans and those decisions are not in any fans' benefits. Um, something you think that maybe should be um, echoed or copied elsewhere? Because who is the EFL going to listen to? <laughs> uh,
4: no, we down on there with the fingers in the ears. Um, I think it's, it was a nice gesture from the MP. I mean, ultimately, it was well written, uh, a lot of valid points. I think um, ultimately that's what our MPs are there for. They're there to speak for us on our behalf. Um, and that's what he's done. Yes, I think it'll probably ultimately fall on deaf ears but I think fair play for doing it. And like, like they say, like he said within the um within the letter, it's all very good waxing lyrical about footballs for the fans and all this kind of uh, rubbish. We know it doesn't it, it, it's all just a bit of skirt it's nothing is it they've got no substance behind it. They can wax lyrical about it being for the fans but when they make decisions like that clearly, it's yeah. not the case,
3: is it? And and the thing is, as well as it like in in from a Barnsley point of view, which is Saturday match at Stevenage, which sold quite a few tickets. This will now be replayed likely on a Tuesday night. Some people yeah. will be looking for the money back. Some people won't get the money back if they make their own way in a car. And and we know how Barnsley play away. Um, on a Saturday afternoon with the DC backing, but hey, um. I might as well continue on to the next one. He has joined us, by the way, and um, he is back in Barnsley. He's changed his euros back into pounds. Yes. Is, he, is he eating paella? I, I don't know what it is. It's
2: what, it's what we've got left in the fridge. So I've oh. just thrown it in a pan like lightning because I was it's, starving.
3: It's not the dog food that Jackie left at, is it? That raw mince?
2: Could be. A bit of tripe <laughs> in it, anyway.
3: Evening, boys. Are we, are we well? Evening, yeah. All uh, All very, very good. Well.
2: Excellent, as well as me, but anyway, crack on. Well, while
3: Steve (laughs) and Mudbath, Tuesday night then, Ian, and I'll I'll be honest, um, I feared the worst because, you know, you see it on our follow-up, Oxford behind one goal, there is no stand, so the wind was sweeping through the rain. Um, I think you, you have to, in this case, separate the performance and the results because the performance... Under the circumstances, with the uh, you know, everything that the weather threw at him, I mean, what a result that was. And I'll be honest, if you now look, you think it's in November, the last time we lost a match. That's that's some run that Neil Collins has got his Barnsley on. And if you're talking about a six pointer, you know, we were level on points starting the game. What a, what a result for Barnsley to steal, if you can call it that, three points at Oxford away on a Tuesday night.
4: It was, I think, um. It was the, the typical 6 pointer. on it. it um, we've won there the last couple of years now, but it's never easy. You um, you do separate the, the result from the performance with that, with that weather conditions and, and the injuries as well throughout the game. You, you you take the three points and you get on quick, don't you? And uh, you move on. And it makes us, our position within the top uh, six, so to speak, quite healthy now with a bit of a cushion. Um so, yeah, I wouldn't dwell too much on the performance. Yeah, you could pick holes in a number, a number of performances, but I wouldn't worry about it too much. Um, you'd have probably took a point, but yeah, we'll take all three and it's it's great confidence in it into the next game.
3: Yeah, um, we, we will pick a few people out. Um, <laughs> first of all, if you look at Shepard, I mean, he had a bit of a nightmare um, last time out and, and, you know, he wasn't the only one during that match. Um, but the commentary team was right on that. You know, he's come from I don't know how many leagues below. He's looking for partnership for people to help him out now and then. Um, and yeah. not a supreme polished performance, but he was a lot better, wasn't he? And 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 some of those key decisions. You know, what sometimes you you hold your, your hand in your mouth and you mouth think, oh my God, what's going to happen? But he, he he seemed to get him. He seemed to get him right. Um. What What were your thoughts on uh, on Shepherd?
4: Um, well, he's a lucky charm because I don't think we've lost when he's played. Uh, I saw that stat banded around. Um, look, yeah, it's a big step up for him as a young lad. Uh, but I see something in him, and I've said on previous podcasts, I do like the look of him. That doesn't mean he's going to be eight and nine out of ten every week. Um, he's gonna, he's gonna, he probably needs a settled run in the side, but I think there's a player in there, and I think it's worth the perseverance. Um, but yeah, they're all going to have, um, We'll probably we'll we'll touch on this because we talked about it before you pressed record. But there are some there are players there that have been at the club a damn sight longer who are putting three and fours out of ten regularly in. Let's not lambast a young lad who's at the start of it, you know, who's who's bedding in and who could actually have a good career ahead of him.
3: Mm. Um, Donovan Pines uh, clearance and visa has now come through. Now it said he can now start training. I don't know if there's any rule, but I thought he might have been training anyway to get match fit whilst his visa were being sorted. Um, John Russell, because Connell was out injured, it, it sounds like it was a bit of a bug and, and nothing major, and, and Connell might well feature again on Saturday when we are at home against Exeter. Um, I mean, my honest opinions on John Russell was, I think he did his job better than what we've seen him do, um, but he is just not mobile enough for that defensive. He can, he can stop the attack, but he can't always sort of play out or go past somebody. Um, but given the situations and the conditions, a half decent performance, wasn't it, from uh, from Russell?
4: Yeah, I know Collins come out afterwards and was full of praise for him. And, and and he's got you know he's got a fair point. If the lads the lads rolling his sleeves up in training and he's trying to prove to his boss, look, I won a game, I won a game. You know, then fair play to him. He could just soak in soak in uh, in training and just sit on the bench, but. So that's a positive. I, you're absolutely spot on. He, for the size of him, you know, he can break up the play. But for me, and I was talking to a lad at work who's a Bolton fan, we were kind of looking ahead towards the game in in a week or so's time. And I I would love Connell to be in that. That Connell will will make such a difference in that midfield at Bolton. Whereas if he's not in there and Russell is. I would fear, fear a little bit more for us. And that's the difference. Connell gives us so much more. He gives us the, the sweat on the shirt. He, he rallies round. He puts himself about. He stops their attacks, but he can also go forward or, or start attacks. And Russell, he's too, he just turns like a shit, doesn't he, bless him? Um, so, yeah, I, and he's been... I said, last season, there were flashes where he was just starting to get a little bit of form, and then he seems to have took a few steps back again. And he's not a first-teamer for me at the minute.
3: Now, um it is a bit of a worry though, isn't it? Because um, I know, Steve, you were uh, you were abroad, but, you know, um Kane went off injured. Phillips went off injured. You know, if, if worst case scenario, let's say Phillips is out on Saturday, Kane's out on Saturday, Connell's out on Saturday, we're running a little bit short in that central midfield area. Then I'm we,
2: waiting your you, Steve. <laughs> oh, get your boots out. Yeah, why not? Um yeah. I've got to be honest, on Tuesday night, I did see a little bit at game. Admittedly it was through a bottle of Rioja and the other side at bar. Oh, we
1: but played they like kind, that season, they,
2: they were kind enough to put it on for me, which were really funny. Um <laughs> so I did see bits. Um, I'm not gonna comment on it because the bits I did see probably are looking like that or maybe look anywhere beside the point. Uh, yeah, Saturday midfield wise. Wow. Um are you gonna are you gonna see the likes of I mean, I don't know, Is uh, I'm assuming Benson's still injured. Um, obviously, Matthew Wolfe is. You've only really got Russell. Then you're looking at your likes of Theo Chapman, Yang and Nathan. Them sort of players, are they going to have to come in, drop McAtee back into midfield, and then do you play Cosgrove up front with Wickhall? Or, you know, it's... We are down to as as bare bones, but I must admit I would rather see young guys come in than perhaps the likes of Benson and and, and such like. Um, just for simple reason, the last time they played, they actually put some effort in and and looked as though they wanted to play for shirt. Sure. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if if Kane Kane Col and Phillips are out on Saturday. I won't, I won't even know. I won't even know what midfield he's going to pick.
3: I mean, latest news is, and this was from the post-match conference with, with Collins, with the BBC, that he thinks it's all just minor little knocks and it was more a safety thing of, right, let's not make it any worse. Um, but it's something, I suppose, to, to, to keep an eye on. And like you said earlier, you know, Connell is, is 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 key, isn't it, for us to not only stop them attacking going forward as well. I suppose one department we haven't got a problem in um, is forwards, isn't it? Um McAtee, Cole, Cosgrove, Watters, Jallow, Marsh, Dallas, Shaw. That's our strike force. Now, we know Dallas has joined Oldham um, until the end of the season. Um, Olly Shaw coming back after uh, a stint in Scotland, uh, I believe. I mean, Ian, <sighs> we had a lot of players leave in the summer. We brought quite a few of these in. Dallas was brought in, Shaw was brought in, Waters was brought in. Um but what do we make of Oli Shaw? Because to get loaned out would signify he's probably in the packing order, well below McAtee, Cole, Cosgrove, Waters, everybody else. He didn't really get that much. Did he get much game time up in in Scotland? But apparently he's he's back in the squad. Does that mean Collins might have seen something in it, or does it maybe mean that one of our strikers that we've got is is is, is going out? How how do we read this? Because in January you always have like a second look, don't you? Is there like an alternative yeah. role?
4: Yeah, I've not I've not heard that he's been tearing up the Scottish League um and a lot of loans this time of year they do recall them like Dodgson, obviously has gone to Dundee Burnley have said he's not playing enough uh, a bit like what we've done with Dallas he's not playing enough uh sending to Oldham and hopefully he'll play to the end of the season and come back in the summer um so I don't know he's sure um it's going to be interesting but like like I said earlier there's um there was a tweet I saw that uh, somebody had somebody rightly made a good point actually that when you look at, I mean, McAtee's head had and shoulders above of, the, of the, that list, but when you look at, and I know Dallas, we haven't really seen enough of, but you look at all those other players, Waters, Cosgrove, um, you know, about six strikers, we've got something instead of spending on six players. I know some of them might have been free, but we might have paid. Uh, agents fees for, for six, times six or whatever, or times four for <laughs> Signing on fees, potentially. <clears throat> Why didn't we probably spent the same amount of money that we would have done on a really top quality League One striker um, that is proven to get 20-odd goals in this division. Um, so this experiment of buying some of these players I don't think has worked yet. Uh, certainly not with Waters, Cosgrove and Ollie Shaw, three of them, it definitely hasn't worked so, you've got to be careful with your um, yeah. I know Banzo a lot of can't really afford that striker because he's one and a half million or two million, but you could end up spending silly money and five times wages on players that are being loaned out here, there, and everywhere.
3: Works double ways as well, though, doesn't it, Steve? Because we're going to talk, well, might as well do it, We're going to talk about Callum Styles, who's got apparently like a two and a half million price tag. Like,
2: Two seasons, quick. two seasons yeah,
3: ago, that's more like it, yeah. Two seasons ago, you looked at him and you thought, "Oh, that's a future star." You know, he was he was part of that spine that we needed. Last season, out at Millwall, okay, he had a three month injury, but obviously he didn't pull any trees up. I think he scored one goal. I think he was or something. He, he didn't do that much. Came back in the fold this season. Is it his headspace? Do you think? I know he wants to keep his shirt in the Hungarian you know, in the national team and so so you know, so we should. I just feel that every time I see him, Steve, it's a little bit like, is that's just not in it? I don't want to get injured. I I I am not really happy here. That's that's how it feels to me. And it could be completely wrong. What's your observations on Callum Styles and is he worth two and a half million?
2: We watched uh friendly at Oakwell at the beginning of the season and Styles played middle and midfield and ran show and we all said
1: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? You reds? Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants 18+. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply see mcdonalds.com
2: he'll get his move no doubt probably even get more money for him uh, and he'll be able to push on to bigger and better things obviously he's not read that memo because <laughs> he's being garbage um to be honest as well i can't say I've, I've really seen any flashes of brilliance there's nothing springs to mind anyway um and for somebody who's wanting to keep his international place, and is wanting to move up to a bigger club, anybody looking at him—I mean, I'll be—I'll be quite honest—if Sunderland take him on loan and then give us money at end of season or for whatever however they're going to do it, fantastic, crack on, let let him go. But I just don't see any two million, two and a half million pound value in Callum Styles at all. Um. I would even say, wash my mouth out, that Herbie Kane's played better than him this season. Um, And he has. You'd think that his mentality would be, I want to play, I want to prove myself, I want to get in this side. He's got the makings of being best player on park for us. Him and McAtee, you'd think, would be ripping first division apart. McAtee's trying, he can't do it on his own. Callum Styles looks a shadow, a shadow of what he could have been. So if he goes, wish him well, as you do. Fantastic. Let's get some coin in, whatever we can for him. But if I was Sunderland, I'd be, well, I'd be having a word with Chief Scout and saying, have you have you been a Specsavers?
3: Yeah. Well, the latest is that Michael Beal, uh, the manager, uh, is keen to bolster Sunderland squad, particularly at left-back, but Barnsley's Callum Styles may not be the man to fill that void. So, um, now he has been linked with <clears> City <throat> and Birmingham City as well, um, but, the, the, you know, the Sunderland rumour, that was the, the prevalent one, wasn't it? That was the one everybody was talking about, but as it stands now, it looks like um, it, it might not be Callum Styles. Wouldn't it, if he's fit and... I mean, Steve already gave the answer in fairness. If Connell is not fit, would you you not claim there? Or is he better further up the pitch, do you think?
4: Yeah, uh, just a quick side note on Ollie Shaw, I've just looked at his stats. So he's played 16 games in Scotland and got two assists and not scored any. So he's not exactly been ripping up uh, football in Scotland. In terms of styles, yeah, I think if, if he's not gone or going by Saturday, and he's in the squad, and he's got to play on of with his, I, I would tend to potentially maybe wrap some of them up in a little cotton wool, I think, home game against Exeter in preparation for Bolton away, uh, and place maybe Star centrally. We, we talked off air, and I, I just think his attitude... With, you know, you talk about Mads Anderson and, and Liam Kitchen, to be fair, last season, Anderson knew he was going at the end of the season, and Kitchen knew there was interest... Well through the season, but they still give everything in a Banzo shirt. Styles hasn't Styles, like we said, should be ripping up this league. Him and Cole and McAtee should be head and shoulders above everybody in this in uh, in the well, I'd say in the division, but certainly in, at the club. And he's barely barely shone at all, and as all like he's just meandering through games. And surely he's going to want to. Is it not in his best interest to, you know, play, you know, play these best football? More clubs then become interested. He's de- definitely nailed on them for a move in January at the minute. If, any, if I'd have been scouting him, I'd have been reporting back, going, "What do people see in him?" You know, he's, he should have been he should have been running the game in this division, and I, and I just think it's it's poor on his part that he's does hasn't really shown. The effort that he can because he's clearly on his day can be quite a skillful player and probably can play at this above this level but i just think you know he's, he's played like he just doesn't want to be here but why why is he not some some players that i've mentioned yeah. crack on and and really work out why is he not really try to engineer a move by playing his best football and then he then he could have gone in january with our best wishes and gone cheers callum you've you've, you've ripped up league one for us we know we can't keep you, but you did everything you could in a red shirt. But he's, he's done next to now. Yeah. It's um, it's weird because I think when I um,
1: look
3: back, uh, I think his best games was the season before he moved to Millwall. And actually, when you see him playing in the national team for Hungary, he looks like that midfield dynamo that, that you know unlocks a player by, by putting a pass in, seeing those spaces. Um, Steve? We are getting towards the end of the uh, window. Um, what needs to happen?
2: <laughs> buy somebody, for Christ's sake. Please, buy somebody. Um, we've, been,
3: we've not lost since November, though. So where, where are we going to strengthen? What what needs to happen?
2: I see, oh, see I get shot down again. Yeah, we've not lost since November. But let's be honest now. Collins is doing a fantastic job. <laughs> we are rubbish side. Some of them, some performances, of some of these players, it amazes me that we're in position that we are, um, and we've watched, we've watched matches where we've been shocking, but the team we've been playing have been worse, and we've come away with three points. And you know, people can say, "Yeah, yeah, we're there," you know, we're, we're in fifth, fantastic. We've got a chance of going up. I'd love for us to go. Of course, I would. But how much money are we going to have to spend in summer? to get a championship-ready side. And it's no good people saying, well, we've got players there that can play in championship. They're not playing in first division. Do you know what I mean? So, is that because of motivation? I've no idea. I've no idea. For me, I would I still say we need a midfielder. I'd love for him to I'd love for him to sign McAtee. I don't think they will because the, the season he's having, unless we do go up, why would he stay with us? Do you know what I mean? There's, there's there's no loyalty when there's pound notes involved. And any championships team watching this season will see him play and think, well, if he's not uh, if he's not stopping there and he's going back to Luton, we're in for him. Because he, he could quite easily play in championship. Yeah. Um, so for me, one if not two midfielders definitely, because that is the area I think that fifth position forget about, that's the area that we look weakest in
3: It's um, it's um weird as well, isn't it? Because if you go up to the Championship, it's such a different league, as in, you've got three teams that have got millions behind them for the next three years because of mm-hmm. parachute payments, so yeah. it's not even playing field being in the Championship, there's almost two little leagues, those that have come out of the Premier League in the last two or three seasons, and the rest, but yeah, um. I mean, we, t- we talked about the record again. Um, in the last six matches we've played, three wins, uh, sorry, four wins, two draws, and uh, that's we get at home. One, one, Peter at away. Um, I mean, you know. Um where, where would you like to see any in- in- improvements, or are we capable? Actually, is there a, more of a unity on the pitch that actually, if nobody leaves and nobody comes in, we should be good enough to compete for those either. Are you looking automatic? Are you looking players? What we should be looking to, to take part after the last match of the season, either in the playoffs or automatic.
4: I think we'd all like to see um, the team go through the gears a bit and speed up a bit and play some decent football. Um, but it's a results business. Like Steve says, he, he, he's spot on that we are where we are and it is a good place to be. Mm. Uh, we're in the mix, we're right in the mix for the automatic. I know that can change, you know, in a moment, breath. But we're in a good position. But if anybody, anybody from from another from another club come come and ask any of you guys, I know the answer would be the same. If they ask like, "How are you doing well?" You know, blah blah. Tell us, you know, what we're going to expect on Saturday. You'd be like, "Well, it's not been great. It's not having not been great to watch. Or we've stuttered in games." To um, so the playing side, I'd like to see us try and go through the gears and play some nice football. Yes, we all—it's a results-driven business. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been a funny season. That credit to Collins that he's been able to get a, 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 some results out of this team. But it's—it's it's a bit painful to watch sometimes, isn't it? And I don't know mm. where Oxford was—the conditions and stuff. But there's been games where you've like, we're not playing the football that I think these players are capable of.
3: Now um Exeter is up next. Um, accident with a home on Saturday. Uh Exeter, So Dave 1-8 uh, Drew 6 lost 14, goal difference of minus 20. And if you compare that with the Reds, um uh, 115 drew seven lost five, goal difference of plus twenty-one. Um, but I remember the last season or the season before, within 10 minutes, I think we were 2-0 down against Exeter. That was a very physical side. And the football might have not been great, but they were very, very effective in, in nullifying whatever we offered. Um, I suppose, and I know I ask this every week, but knowing what we know about Exeter, Steve, they are a physical side. They like the physical. Does Collins make changes? Are you now looking at maybe Lopata and freeing up Williams at the back? If Pines is, it, is it too early, to, to, you know, to throw him in and say because you know he's been uh-huh. here?
2: Uh, I think it'd be too early for Pines. I don't think he's anywhere near ready. Um, I still don't understand why Williams is still playing in that right centre a for all. I've no idea why he's still there. It's just beggars belief for me. If there's one thing that puts me off Collins, it's the fact that he's sticking with him not only as captain, but as that right sided centre half. When we know how Lapata plays and how Lapata can play, uh, that position's nailed on for for me, follow Patter, uh, yeah, and push Williams out to right wing back, which is his best position. We know it is. Um I think depending on your midfield, if they are if they're all fit, it'll be probably be the same side, to be quite honest. You know, why change a winning a winning team as such? But Exeter's just one of them sides, isn't it? You know what I mean? And they will come, there will be physical and if you get your players, I suppose again being cynical, if you get your players like Kane or Phillips or whatever who don't fancy that fight and don't fancy sticking a foot in and don't want to like Styles does, you know, don't actually want to get up and and, and stand up for Barnsley, we could quite easily get steamrolled, and the fact that. I mean, you about teams, year about managers. You know, I've studied this team, I've studied this team. The team we're playing on Saturday, I've watched last three or four of their games and I've done all sorts to get that, you know, that idea, that understanding around the play. We've been watching Barnsley all season. You tell me what style we play. You tell me what we... Because I, I ain't got a clue. I ain't got a clue most of the time, especially on Tuesday night after that bottle of Rio. Anyway, that's another story. But... I haven't got a clue what our style is, so any any manager watching us must be scratching their head, because even I don't know what I'm going to get on Saturday. Yeah, and
3: it's weird. They won on Tuesday night, Exeter away at Bristol Rovers. And um, all stats don't say that much, but they had thirty nine percent possession, ten shots, four on target, one off target. Um, half the amount of passes almost that Bristol Rovers did, they had no clear cut chances, seven corners. Um, if very much Bristol Rovers had all the possession and then lost one nil, and that's a typical thing that could, could happen to us, isn't it, Ian? Because oh, yeah, yeah the home form has been you know, can't say but yeah. the results at home have improved. Um, is this not I and again, I would have thought the club would have got like bring your scarf day because I think looking how we've previously played against those sort of teams and. We need an Oakwell that's bouncing and singing for minute one, isn't it? To be that 12th man, injuries or not, to try and get that result. Because this again, we're now going into the, well, the final third of the season, I suppose, almost. is it? We, we need to just really, really push. and Any trick in the book needs to be brought to Oakwell on Saturday to, to, to try and get three points.
4: Yes. Uh, I, ju- I just look. then, I think, like well, you said it with the stats, with the, was it minus 20 goal difference or something? In the last eight games, they've only scored six goals. They are lower down in the league. Um On paper, you'd say it's a home win, but football's not played on paper, is it? So it's got the hallmarks for another Wigan, this, uh, another drop two points, potentially, if we're not careful. Um What you want to do is, I looked at our fixtures after the Bolton game, they're quite favourable again for a few before we play Derby at home. So you'd be looking at, um, cap off what was a great victory at Oxford with another home victory against Exeter because the Bolton game will be a tough one and you can probably afford to draw there or something. But what I'd hate, what the danger is that we take our eye off Exeter, we, we drop points there, and then you're under pressure when you go to Bolton. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a dangerous tie, but we should be good enough. But again, like we have said, we don't know what the side's going to be yet. Yeah?
3: Well, yeah. So given everything we know and don't know, then Steve, Barnsley at home, Exeter, three o'clock off, <coughs> 7th of January. Um, full time results and first Barnsley goal scorer, please, sir.
2: Three notes, Exeter. <laughs> <laughs> um Do you know what? This predicting Lark, now. <laughs> it's 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 beyond a joke. Honestly, it really I haven't got a fucking clue. I really <laughs> aren't Because like you say You don't know what team's Going to put out It's alright saying We want 12th man in, in in stands And what have you But again You're back to If it's shite on pitch <laughs> You're not going to Stand up and clap I'm sorry But you're not You can have as many drums And voo zailers And <laughs> topless Bloody cheerleaders Or whatever you want bit cold uh, for that <laughs> Well I don't know It's somewhere to hang your hat Though isn't it um, Think about that one Uh <laughs> But you, we need we need some quality on pitch, on pitch, and we say every week they need to step up. And if they do, and that team turns up, yeah, we, we'll, we'll beat Exeter. And I think we'll beat Exeter, I'd like to say, quite easily. So I am going to go 3-0 to us, and I'm going to say your first goal scorer will be McAtee. I'll
3: go 3-1. Why not?
2: What a surprise. Devante Cole, by any chance? (laughs) Is this a recording? Have we been here (laughs) before? August? (laughs)
3: I'm sticking with him. Cole. Uh, Ian, what do you think?
4: Um, A labored 2 2-0 win. Cole. Yeah. You have to to go for it.
3: Steve, because obviously you you arrived a a little bit later. Have you adjusted again? Because obviously you sent us a lovely photo while you were out in Spain. You know, very busy. Are you in the Sunday. right time zone? <laughs> Sleeping. I,
2: have you adjusted? Only, they're only an hour. They're only an hour in front. So yeah. All right. Do you know what, mate? All this, all this rain and wind and all this sort of thing. Twenty-four degrees, mate. Playing golf side at med. What else do you want? You know, our last kept bringing me and sending me photos of garden furniture flying about, as it were. And <laughs> we've got a trampoline, and I've never had a trampoline before. Yeah. And it's not mine, but I'll keep it. Um, <laughs> And I just think anybody who wants to get away, just just get out of country for a week in January because it makes you feel so much better. However, I have got to say that when he comes back, he's crap. He's, he's <laughs> back at work today with an absolute nightmare. So, uh, so yeah, it's already forgotten, but thanks very much. Uh, yeah, loved it. Absolutely loved it. No, I've not brought you out back. Because <laughs> I know that was your next question. <laughs> Let's hope that the people in the East End will be
3: warmed up with some pyrotechnics every time Barnsley score a goal on Saturday. Um, Ian, Steve, as always, thank you very much. Let's hope for three points on Saturday. We will meet again next week. We will we still be fifth? Maybe moved up? Has goal scored? Has styles gone? You'll find out next week. Thanks for listening to The Reduction Report.
0: It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping, and Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.